America Made Chapter 2 is still premiering nationwide, so make sure you head to timebombtrading.com for all your premiere dates and locations. And if for whatever reason you can't make your local premiere, the whole video is dropping online October 4th, so make sure you check that out. Jerry Sue, Andrew Reynolds, Brian Herman, you really can't go wrong with this one. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. All right, y'all, let's get it started. Episode 6, Season 2. I'm D. Jones. He's the ghost. And as always, Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing, still. So what's popping this week, blood? Hey, you already know, we got the one and only, the big papa, Russ Milligan, in the building, live in Studio E. And we got the rundown coming at you live, you know what I'm saying, fantasy football, we got some NBA news. And you already know we gotta hit the post office still. Let's get it. As always, make sure to hit us up on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. And definitely keep sending those emails to TheBuntLive at gmail.com. Yo, and don't forget to bless a little uh, rating and review on iTunes. You feel me? Hook your boys up with that five-star blessing. <laughs> Smash that subscription button. This week, we had Russ Milligan come through Studio E. Definitely had to hit him up for an interview. One of our favorites growing up, pro skateboarder. Used to ride for City Skateboards, Think Skateboards. He spent some time down in San Francisco, and now he's back living in Canada, riding for Studio Skateboards and Van Shoes. Growing up, Russ was always one of them upper echelon, you know what I'm saying, Canadian big dogs with all the, the dudes we looked up to, the Wade D's, the Wade Fife's, you know what I'm saying, the Russ Milligans, and of course, the Dustin Montes. <laughs> <laughs> Chill dude, he's living in Toronto now. We're hyped to have him in our city. Let's get into the interview still. All right, here we are again. Studio E, special guest Russ Milligan in the house. What's going on, Doc? Not much. All right, all right. You know the first question. Favorite skate moment and favorite sport moment. All right. Uh, favorite skate moment. I had this one day back in, I think it was like 98. I uh, <laughs> I skipped school and went to, the, went to the skate park. It was like just like a random Tuesday or Wednesday or something. And when I showed up there, usually like I do this like once in a while and like usually show up and like no one's there till three when everyone gets off off school and stuff. But I showed up and like the entire girl chocolate team was there. Damn. And this is like right around like their sickest time, like right around like chocolate tour. The golden like, era. So yeah, I showed up, had like basically like personal demos, like <laughs> fanning out so hard. That's insane. Yeah. And then by the time all my friends got there, they they left. I was like Yo, the whole the whole girl chocolate team was just here. Wow! They're so they like, just like stopped off before they were going skating or something, like quick warm up. I think so. Yeah, like I don't know what they're doing in town, but just imagine that. That's so yeah, sick. that would be insane. But yeah, it was crazy. It was sick. Go for a little sesh. Oh, true. Yeah. What's up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then favorite sports moment. I think I didn't even watch this game, but it was the when the Giants won the World Series in 2010. I think. Maybe they always but win on like it was every they're like really good every other year. The Giants, right? I think it was, yeah. I think in their closer was the guy with the big beard, Is that yeah, the guy? yeah, yeah, Wilson, right? But so, we I was in I was up in Portland for a Halloween party, 
And then coming back, we just came into the city like right as they were winning. Insane. We were like, what the fuck's going on? And it was like, we're coming into the city and it was just like jam-packed traffic. And at the time I was living on 16th and Valencia in SF, which is like the like main, one of the main mm-hmm. like intersections. So we get there and like we're like, holy, like we turn on the radio obviously and like figured it out. Yeah. And by the time we got back, it was like a full out, like there were like riots in the streets. For sure. But it was actually like just the sickest party. Yeah. Like the people were like, savage. Yeah. People were like, happy riots. It was like dumpster yeah. fires and shit. <laughs> and like, and like every, I feel like we got out there and like just started drinking with everyone. And like every 30 minutes, the cops would like, the riot squad would like sweep the street. And then, like, Jeez. slowly people would, like, we'd run back in the house, and then slowly people would Come keep back creeping out. Yeah. <laughs> My roommate, Justin Carlson, he's, like, the, he was the filmer for Think. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a pretty mellow guy, but he, we all, like, we're just partying so hard. He ended up getting arrested. It was, like, an elaborate plan with, uh, within, like, all my roommates to, like, break him out of jail and shit. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm scared then, for Toronto if we ever It was, anything. well, I don't know. I mean, like, some people, like... The whole like riot after a a, yeah. a championship is weird because like when I was in San Francisco, it was super fun. Like it was mm-hmm. obviously like shit got fucked up and it's yeah. um, it's not like a good thing, but it, it was like when you're in it, it was like it was super fun. Whereas like Vancouver, in Vancouver, oh, that that just seemed like a shit that show. Was it was fucked. like what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I like, don't even know. Just destroying like, the city. Yeah, just like nerdy kids that like don't look like they've ever yeah. done something wrong or trying to like blow up cop the cars. One, and like, stuff. Picture. It's like what are you doing? all right so you know what i'm saying gotta <laughs> pump your tires a little bit here you're one of my all-time favorite canadian skaters uh and in my opinion one of the most productive and slept on slash underrated skaters ever thank you yeah <laughs> In your career, did you feel slept on or did everything kind of go as you hoped? No, I was I was stoked. I think I had, you know, I think I had a great run. I mean, I didn't I didn't work a job for basically high school till I was 30, like jeez. Traveled. I don't know. I got like, yeah, I think it was great. I have no regrets. From my perspective, I was always like, fuck, like I, I wish Russ was like, you know, officially am on DC or like yeah. You know mm-hmm. Like for for the inspiration that you gave a bunch of canadian skaters like we always like hope i guess yeah but like, i don't States. know i feel like i was treated pretty well like you know i had like enough i had enough cash to get by and like mm-hmm. it was i don't know it's good i mean just for skating like that's you're happy all you can ask for yeah was, you're was, happy stoked, for sure skating today is a little bit different where not everyone is as is uh as concerned with skating big rails and drops mm-hmm. do you think if you were coming up now it would have been a little bit different for your career i don't know because like people don't have to do that stuff now yeah it seems like less required yeah, I guess so. But like, I feel like the level now is like, it's also insane. Like, I don't know, like the divide now between guys that, that get paid, you know, millions and then the guys who have like the core sponsors, I don't think mm-hmm. like, it doesn't seem like they're making that much. Like, I feel like that was a little more even back in the day. It just seems like the era is a little bit different where subpar skating is almost just as loved as like crazy skating, you know? Like, yeah. I wonder if that's partly because you have to like, you have to put out so much now right like it's easier it's, to keep it tough. flowing i don't know yeah like i don't i feel like it's tough these days like if i don't really envy kids trying to trying to come up these days it seems like oh man i can't crazy. imagine like you go on instagram and you see like mind-blowing hammers every day yeah as a kid it's like i think the divide's getting bigger where it's like 
you've got your Shane O'Neill P-Rod tree kind of like progressive next level skating that's almost intimidating if you're like a new kid and then yeah that's why i feel like the other kind of skating's like picking up more and more steam and those little companies are making are getting bigger and bigger just because like it's more relatable yeah for kids starting out no it's sick i think it's definitely it's it's in a cooler spot than it was you know like i don't know like five years ago or something like there's definitely yeah like there's that whole side of skating where people are just like not worried about you know, being like fucking doing like the being John Alley shit. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you miss miss a John Alley type. He's for sure. He's John crazy, Alley was yeah. sick. Yeah, he was doing like insane flipping wedge tricks on rails, like that little section in Dying to Live when every rail trick is like flipping. I was like, God damn, who relates to this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey man, the industry's too big these days. So as a Canadian, I'm always hoping to see my fellow Canadian skaters make it into the industry, especially the ones I grew up looking up to, such as yourself, Wade Fife, and plenty of others. Why do you think it's so hard for Canadians to break into the shoe industry? I don't know. Like, do, like, do you think, is it harder for Canadians to break into the shoe industry? Or is it just that, you know, I feel like we all get, you know, sponsored first here through the distributors and stuff. And then you kind of go from having that that shoe sponsor to not being able to kind of take it to the next level or it's weird i just feel like a lot of the good canadian skaters never had that like solid shoe contract yeah you know what i mean yeah i guess yeah there's some some made it though right like but plenty have had like sick board sponsors but then there's i can think of more that you know like might have lived in the states but were always on like a canadian like they'd get their check from like canada yeah yeah for sure like you know like i don't did you ever were you ever on like dc in the states uh no like i used to get when i was living in san francisco i'd get my check from canada and i would get my shoes from the states right so yeah it was the same like sasha daly mm-hmm. like morgan yeah i think he gets paid I from mean, the states, but like, i think a, i think for a lot of guys like you're you're wor- kind of worth more in canada like you know like if you have a big mm-hmm. canadian following like i think it's maybe for the distributors up there it's like validated to pay you whereas like yeah. i don't know i don't know why yeah why guys wouldn't make it some guys wouldn't make it further down there i mean maybe not so much now but like i just remember like maybe five ten years ago it was like so many people when like when magazines had like a bigger presence no one was like turning officially am but like ted to grow like i don't know so many people oh, yeah. that i can think of where it was just like they're on like santa cruz or whatever but then yeah, we're always true. like had a canadian ad but we're never like actually fully am yeah it does make sense though know. pay them for their own market they originally sponsor you in Canada. You're definitely more yeah. more valuable in Canada than you would be trying to sell you down in like Texas or something, you know. But then it gets tricky when they move down there. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's like kind of weird. But still, like when I was when I was living in San Francisco, it's like I I think most of my coverage was still in like Canadian mags and and stuff up there, right? Like yeah. So yeah. like in a way, like you know, you're yeah, you're you're doing more in Canada, I guess. Yeah. Or I don't know. You definitely like, are. You're still like more valued in Canada, so everything comes back here. Yeah. I'd like you to live there. Yeah. It's a weird it's a concept. Weird. It is right? kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, all right, come out here and skate the better spots, but we'll still use all your stuff up in Canada. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, I think Canadians have it pretty good in the way that like some, some guys that I used to hang out with would be like basically in the same situation as me. Like, you, you know, you're getting shit from DVS or whatever. And 
but the Canadian guys get checks, whereas the guys mm-hmm. in the states, like if you're not on the team, like you're you're just yeah. getting shoes, you know, like. So it's like a benefit. So it's almost. like, yeah, for sure. Like I, yeah. I always thought I was like, like I would I would get I would get money, I would get ads, I would get photo incentive, like yeah. all that shit that like guys basically in the same situation and I think like equally deserving don't get that in the states. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. I guess it depends which way you look at it. It's kind of helpful. Mm-hmm. I guess from like our perspective, we're in Canada and we're like, come on, like, I, for yeah. sure, <laughs> turn them am, turn them am. But then, yeah. like, there's a billion dudes down there who are killing it, who they're not getting anything. Yeah, they're just getting shoes. They're like, no, yeah. keep those guys in Canada. We got enough, <laughs> enough competition down here. Damn it. Yeah, I guess it is kind of a, a good thing. Earlier, we were talking a bit about. I was saying how productive you've been over the years skating. Uh, you know, some might say. You've dropped more parts than a drunken mechanic. (laughs) So I actually went on YouTube and listed all the parts I could find. There's probably some that I fucking forgot. We got a part that was uh, Substance. Was that a video? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Substance skate part. Like a two-minute part that was just called Russ Vancouver 2000. (laughs) And we go to RDS FSU, the Hall of Video part, North 1, North 2, Digital every day. 411 Hot Wheels. What the fuck is a Bashinsky? Crime in the city. Thanks business as usual. Green Apple Video X. Welcome to Vans. Welcome to studio. And now you're working on a new studio part. God damn, B. Like, <laughs> well, uh, uh, that's digging pretty deep, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's those insane. Are all clips you filmed that created yeah. parts. Like, What's yeah. the count on that? That's way more footage than your average. Uh, How many is that? Skater. I don't even know. I need to look up the Russ Vancouver 2000 for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Everyone type that one in. Yeah, I don't know. What's up with uh, the new studio video? How's that coming along? And how much you got left in the tank after all them clips, B? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out in November. I'm, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna have like a full part. I don't think I'm trying to trying to do what I can while working. We'll see. But yeah, evenings I, and weekends. Evenings and weekends. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have like I have a serious like respect for people that film video parts while working full time now like mm-hmm. I'm realizing how fucking hard that is you feel tired, tired after I work I mean you get off yeah. yeah you get off work I get off work at like you know 5.36 and it's like yeah. I'm hungry I want to go eat something and then I'm basically and then it's like 7 it's, it's tough yeah you gotta like I'm always stuck like, I'm always right stuck you just gotta yeah I just like, gotta get a coffee and just like go skate and, but it's it's tough to like especially to get yourself out like trying to go do something like worthwhile and you know I can go skate the park and stuff but it's crazy how tired you get from sitting in a chair for like eight or nine hours. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. It actually like I've noticed like it's really had like an effect on my body. Like it's yeah. It like I feel I feel like more yeah like more sore from from sitting all day than I do from skating. It's fucked up. Um, so from all those parts listed, what was uh what were a couple of your favorites? I think the like both the North videos I think were are my favorite just because it's like they were a lot of fun to make. It was just. In Vancouver with all all friends, kind of at a time when we were all super hungry and just skating, you know, ten hours a day. So yeah, those are good. The the think video was was awesome to film because kind of the same thing. Like I was living with a bunch of those guys, and uh, I don't know. It's just like anytime a video is like a, just like kind of a natural thing. I think it's mm-hmm. the best, you know. It's, and well, I always look back at video parts just kind of like as as memories. Take us back to coming up in the Canadian industry and then eventually moving down to SF. Basically, I got on RDS, filmed the RDS video, 
that kind of led to me getting hooked up in other other sponsors i lived in vancouver i mean the big the big like i guess like the big like tipping point was when i i got on venture when i was at um tampa at the contest one year and then through that that's when i got on like lucky venture and all the all that stuff through street corner in san francisco so from there i was like living in vancouver and just going back and forth and traveling a lot for the next few years and then eventually i just felt like things in vancouver were kind of stagnant so um made the move down to san francisco i was there for five years and then everything ran up and i came back to canada basically that's the quick rundown landed your ass in toronto did you come yeah. straight here from sf uh yeah what brought you here did paul liliani's uh tennis skills draw you over here because you needed <laughs> someone to beat down on um uh, no not exactly i <laughs> my um my wife is from toronto so like when when we first started talking about moving back to canada it was like either vancouver or toronto toronto was kind of the better choice for both of our careers so we're here now i mean we, we thought we'd come here and just try it out but now we're pretty planted we like bought a house and shit we're like pretty pretty set in toronto but that's huge I'm stoked on it yeah you had some pretty bad luck with uh city going out of business and then you got moved over to think and then they went out of business as well uh what were those mm-hmm. transitions like and that was i guess i'm guessing what brought you eventually back to canada uh yeah so city city merged with think or they decided to like close close city and put and move everyone over to think which at the time was supposedly we were told like it was all good it was just for you know making one stronger brand instead of having two mm-hmm. so i was still like we were all a little bit worried still at that point but things went smoothly for a while after that and it was cool and then think well street corner the the distribution got shut down and then think got sold to the guys at low card magazine which at the time was like again we were told like it's all good it's just like gonna it's gonna be sick it's just like under a different house or whatever and then from there we ran, like we were doing it for a while my friend Justin Carlson the filmer was for think was kind of turned into the brand manager and was like we were all kind of helping out with it like around the time of the video and stuff and we thought it was all going smooth but things weren't getting run properly and uh sales weren't really there so that was kind of like Basically, as soon as it moved over, it was like a slow decline. Mm. And then that lasted like two two years or so until finally, like we, we, we kind of knew it was the end. Like people, people started quitting and um, just because paychecks hadn't come for like six months or, you know, like it was going on, just kind of like felt, it felt dead, you know? So people started quitting and then finally they just closed the doors. So yeah, that was, that was the end of that. Damn. So weird because like, I remember that video came out and it was on Thrasher and like it's still up and it has so many views and it seemed like everything was going so good with Think at that time. Yeah, like we thought so too. And like, you know, we'd come up with like graphic ideas and stuff like that. And then, you know, they wouldn't, you know, the video came out and like we just had, there was like major, you know, errors running it where like a new set of graphics didn't come out for like eight months after the video, you know? Mm. So it's like, what do you, you put out a video, it's like, what are you selling, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, just I don't know. Like it was, it was frustrating, but I mean, whatever. It ran its course. Like it was, it was still fun at the time. Like while we were, while we were making the video and kind of taking control of it, it was yeah. it was fun. But it seems like it was like the same team just moved over to another place, and once it got there, just slowly dwindled away. Yeah, for it sure. It always yeah. seems like it takes like the first guy to 
quit and then it all starts to Chain unravel. reaction. Yeah, yeah it's happened for sure. More than a few times in skateboarding. Yeah. Yeah. Takes that one guy. <clears throat> a couple sure. guys got dusted on the move though. Not, I, remember, oh, I remember being, when, when I heard about City shutting down, I remember being like, shit, like, is Russ going to be on Think? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, yeah. But then, because I really like that, uh, what was the city video called? Crime, Crime in the City. In the city. Yeah. 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 That video was tight, but then like not, I remember not everyone got like moved over. Who didn't make the cut? Eduardo Craig. True. Jimmy. I think, no, Jimmy, Chow? I think Jimmy quit oh, for yeah. Escape Mafia. Yeah, yeah, that made, that made mm. sense. Uh, San Diego, Nigi. Maybe, fuck, I don't know. I don't think Tony Montgomery ever moved over. Wow. Yeah. Which is, which is painful. He was the best. Yeah, he was so steep. Yeah. So you just got married and now you're working in graphic design. How's normal life treating you? You ever miss the loose ball skate lifestyle? Um, life's pretty good right now. I mean, I don't know. The only the only thing I miss is being able to do your, have your own schedule is pretty awesome. I don't like I love what I do, but yeah. you know, nine to five is that's a lot of it's a good chunk of your your time. Routine, I guess. yeah, a big routine change. Yeah, for sure. But it's kind of cool. I mean, it's nice to be stable. Like the last couple of years, like as I was saying, things were a little a little sketchy down mm-hmm. there in San Francisco, and skating for a company when you don't know if your check's coming every month is like that's also good. pretty stressful yeah. and i was like near the end i was i was skating i was in school full-time and i was working almost full-time as a valet so like i was pretty over that like making minimum wage and just being that mm-hmm. slammed with shit so Fuck. no i mean i definitely i have more fun skating now than i have like the last few years no pressure yeah it's yeah. like no pressure i just yeah. chill skate being able to just go skate Dunbat and like not worry about i don't know living up to expectations and stuff like it's, it's pretty nice it's so trippy imagine like a kid in sf just like some rich kid or something drops off his car and you're the valet guy and he's skating your board like yo what the fuck are you doing russ <laughs> yeah it was, it was kind of a, it was a fun, it was actually a fun job get to drive some nice cars yeah it was sick though it was like the you know atlas skate shop have you ever heard of that in san mateo it's like suchu skates for him like yeah i've heard i've heard but so the yeah the owner ryan matzik owns the valet company so they like out of like 25 or 30 employees i think like 20 at least like 20 or 21 of them skate so it's like the whole thing is like skate run like chill yeah so it's it's super chill it was a a good spot to work for fun did anyone ever recognize you on the job no i don't think so That'd be, that'd be so funny. <laughs> the dad's like giving your keys. He's like, "Yeah, here, take the keys." And the son's like, "Dad, like, we'll park it." That's Russ Mulligan. Hey, hold up, Russ. I think we got some live news from the streets popping. All right, thanks, boys. We're back again. Another episode of Wade D in the streets. Got another esteemed guest hailing from Boston. My man himself, Dana Erickson. How you doing today? Feeling good. Where are we at? Who's here? And what's your favorite landing juice? We are at fucking Peace Park right now in Montreal. Uh, We are with the washed out dime squad from a heavy night of drinking last night. Favorite landing juice, Coors Light. Man spritzer. There's a little, uh, it's a little bit more watered down in the states, so you can, you can go pretty heavy with them. And um, you're pretty infamous on Instagram because your name is Forbidden Fourteen, and that just give us a little 
background with the Forbidden 14. So the Forbidden 14 is the, the wheelbase in between your trucks. And uh, so goes the saying, it's an old Boston rule that you're not supposed to scrape up the middle of your board. And a lot of people get angry when I say this. They, t they like act like I'm stopping them from board sliding, but it's just... It's just my thing, so I don't I don't board slide unless it's coping coping of quarter pipe. That's allowed. You skate eggs a lot. Give us the whole deal with eggs. Like, what's the deal with that place? You got Dutchy over there. He's uh... Dutch is the mayor. It's just a f great plaza spot that you can skate all day and you can do whatever you want there, pretty much, and don't get bothered. Hardcore eggheads are are there still no skate park congrats on the video part you just put out it was sick thanks brother give me the pounds man hit that one time you're heading up to t-dot soon you're gonna be in the six actually yes the crew is going to the six after this it's gonna be pretty dope got a nice airbnb downtown kush palace so uh oh we'll see y'all at dumbat man looking forward to it Hell yeah, man. Never been to the six, but it's the nine now. No, we changed the single. It's a line now. Oh, it's a you line You like that? Now. All right, well, any last words, Dana? You got something to get off your chest? Put something on wax? I want to give a big shout-out to my dude, Wade D. Hey, man, thanks for this, Dana. Love you, buddy. Back to the boys at Studio E. Word, thanks for that live update, B. Back to Russ. <laughs> Living in Toronto now, back in Canada. We're happy to have you back. We're happy to have you in our city. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> riding for Studio Skateboards now, Canadian yeah. board brand that's turned up. What's yeah. that like? Uh, it's cool. I don't know. You know, like when when Think went under, I still wanted to. I still wanted to skate. Still wanted to. You know, try and work on some some video projects, stuff like that. So like coming back to Canada, I was like, I was really stoked on what Studio was doing, mm -hmm. and I was I was stoked. I think it's cool to like get behind a Canadian brand and stoked on what they've done so far and what they're doing now so yeah it's it's been great that's what's up definitely have a sick team over there <clears throat> i'm currently a free agent looking for boards here so we go nice. you know, you know here we go you know right. what time it is <laughs> <laughs> no that's sick but uh definitely looking forward to their video uh i know you said you're not gonna have a full part but any rust clips you know what i'm saying your fans will be hyped all right yeah you yeah, actually do see need what some boards do. right I'm on my last expedition one board. God damn it! But you're you're a somebody, heavy, please. You're, <laughs> you're a heavy local at Dunbad this last little while. What? You're a heavy local at Dunbad this last little bit. You're back in. Yeah, comeback's I'm, coming strong. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm back ready on the for, board. You ready for a new a new board sponsor? I Maybe a, Studios the one. Like, Shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The coverage is about to pop right mm -hmm. off, yo. So Russ, do you miss seeing footage of Safer come out on the regs? Yeah, man. I, I think we all do. I don't think I ever had footage come out on the right <laughs> when I get injured. <laughs> Paul Liliani wants to know, why is it that you have so much pop, but all your flat ground tricks are crop dusters? He told me to ask you that, and then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you and Marcus McBride have some of the biggest pop and some of the best tricks over the pure block over the years, but your flat ground game shows no indication of this pop. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean... <laughs> That's the worst think, question to like. What is he supposed to say to that? So no, I, no, I, I, my flat grounds. No, I, I know, I know what Paul's saying. But like sometimes I watch Paul and I'm like, fuck man, he's like, you know, that looks tiring. He's like yeah. tries to, you know, he's getting flat ground, you're playing skate, like just, just flip it. Roll it Cash. over, you know? 
<laughs> Dude, you save, always, save your energy. Like. You can always tell when people are trying to like pop it as high as possible too, and so, that doesn't always look the greatest. So wait, yeah. you agree though? It sounds like you disagreed <laughs> with Paul. <laughs> Just roll it <laughs> no, over. No. Your words. Some, sometimes, I mean, fuck. You know, so you say I, save your like, energy. Yeah, save your energy. Yeah, save it for when it counts. We should throw a part on right now. Get some <laughs> some evidence. I'm picturing like a fake. I don't, I don't think that's true though. No. I don't. I don't. There's a few tricks I can't. I, I can't watched, get up. But. I watched like fucking like seven of your parts today. I'm sorry, but I gotta side with Paul on this one. You not only cab flip the fucking pier block, but then <laughs> you might do a, a fakey flip in a line that's like an inch off the ground. But it's right? casual as hell. I'm not saying it's not casual and it doesn't look good. I'm just saying but I th- know what Paul's saying. Then I had energy for the next trick in the yeah. line, right? <laughs> what was the next trick in the line? I don't know, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Paul's a freak though. <laughs> Definitely tries to pop everything. Yeah, but you know those like sometimes it just doesn't look the greatest. Well, I don't have huge pop, but I can relate to Russ when I actually skate. Like I'm not trying to like jump yeah. ten feet high every on every flat ground trick. Yeah, there's also like sometimes it's weird, you know, when you try and like sometimes you can't like I can't kickflip very high, like just like a regular kickflip. Mm-hmm. But if you have something in front of you, you can kickflip over it. You know what I mean? So many tricks like that, like backside flips, a lot easier to kind of like do over a little something mm-hmm. than just like on flat. You need that need that motivation yeah. or something. Yeah, I feel like everyone skates like that, but switch backside. Some people flip don't is like though. Some people too. just some people just like Paul. He pops his shit like waist high, just skating flat. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I feel like Paul asked the question because you have insane pop though. But it's like <laughs> unless you're skating something high or over something, you wouldn't know it. Is what he's yeah. saying. I think I can understand that. All right, seems like this name's coming up in every goddamn episode these days. Mitch Barrett would like to know. Who the fuck do you think you are switch backside flipping up a five stair? It's <laughs> a good question, Mitch. Um, I, I don't, that's I don't another really know. One. Yeah, I don't really know how to answer that. I'm just going to go with there's, Russ Milligan. Yeah, there's kind of a bump up to that thing. <laughs> kind of. Is there? Yeah, kind of. It's like uphill. <clears throat> Cheating bastards. Yeah. <clears throat> there, you got your answer, Mitch. I hope you're happy. He's the, we call him the infamous skate, the infamous, no, the Canadian no, the infamous name? Canadian skate the midget. The infamous Canadian skate midget. So he has no idea what it feels like to go up a five stair. So we also just found out that Russ is a big fantasy football fan. And we started the Bun League this year, and Safe has gotten out to an 0-2 start. He's having a little bit of running back trouble. He want, he needs to get some advice. All right, Russ, I got Giovanni Bernard, Matt Asiata, Jamal Charles, but he's injured. Carlos Hyde and Fozzie Whitaker. Who do I start? I got two RB spots. Shit, it's. I'd say, I'd say definitely start. I don't know. Fuck these aren't. I mean, it's not like a. That's not like a great lineup. I'd say. He's waiting on Jamal. That's his problem. Yeah, like Hyde. I would. I fuck. He's playing Seattle. Eh? <laughs> this is. Yeah, this is not looking good. But I don't know, man. This is tough. I would probably do Hyde and I guess Whitaker. That's what I was leaning towards. I mean, Asiata, like he has he has touchdown potential. Like if he if he gets one touchdown, he might outscore Fozzie. But it's, it's, he's pretty touchdown dependent, though. Yeah, especially playing Carolina. They all got tough matchups. Give me your final two because I need someone to blame if I lose. <laughs> all right, I'll go go hide and Fozzie. Fozzie, y'all heard it here yeah. on wax. Hide and Fozzie. <laughs> yeah, I might be cheesed uh, next week's episode. Make sure you tune in in case I lose and I'm going to rip you a new one. But if I win, you know what I'm saying? Next time I see you at Dunbat, beer's on me still.
Hey, yo, last but definitely not least, everyone's favorite segment. Yes. Oh, shit. Russ came prepared, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's rapid fire with the ghost. Still, let's get it. You ready? Yeah, shoot. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know you were waiting for that. Favorite skater? Gino. Favorite video? Mouse. Favorite video part? Mariano and Mouse. Favorite trick? Switch flip. Hardest trick for you? Frontside heel flip. Most illegal trick? Salad grind. <laughs> Favorite artist? RZA. Sick. Agreed. Go-to song right now? Not a song, but I've been listening to like old like Tony Touch mixtapes and stuff. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Uh, switch nose grind at three up, three down. Oh, insane. Thought you were going to say, uh, I sent Safe a clip of this today. The switch very flip, switch back 5-0, back when it was insane. Also, were you trying back tail? That's what I was going to say. Uh, no. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Probably a bunch of tricks that I saw Mac now do when I was traveling around with RDS guys. That was pretty insane. That's what, just what I thought skateboarding was at that time, and it was <laughs> fucking really weird. Like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until like years later that I was like, oh, like this is actually <laughs> fucked. Like, <laughs> not like, because that was my first exposure to like traveling with like pros. Uh, landing juice of choice. Peroni. Worst bunt of your career. I remember I tried when I was, when I first got down to San Francisco, I tried to switch big spin flip a 10 stair, and I was like trying my hardest, but I, I flew down it like. <laughs> for probably like three hours and didn't come close sick that always kind of stood out as <laughs> such a waste of time what's the one trick that got away probably that switch big spin flip back tail that i was trying when i did that <laughs> did you slide some and then you were just like yeah. Fuck it. yeah i slid some and then i ended up doing that and that was like probably two hours in i was like were you more hyped get the fuck out of you. uh no i was like i mean i never like to accidentally do a trick yeah so I wasn't like hyped, but it, I was like, fuck it. That's retarded. <laughs> Favorite local brand? Studio. Favorite local skater other than me and Donald? <laughs> uh, it's cliche, but I got to say Bobby. He's mm. nuts. Fucking Bobby. Most deaf. Worst company? Darkstar. Oh. <laughs> Worst trend? Not trying. Worst style? Austin Seahome. Last person you want on the sesh? Jason Bailey. People in Vancouver who know that is. Oh, we gonna throw some gunshots on that. <laughs> we don't know who that is, but Jason Bailey, goddamn. Can we look him up? Russ is the nicest we dude have ever. Up? <clears throat> Anyone listening right now? Russ came prepared with a list. You know what I'm saying? Save yourself some time and some stress. Come prepared, yo. All right, yo. That's gonna wrap up the interview with Russ. Thank you All so right. much for coming through. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, dog. Hit you up for some more fantasy football advice. Yeah, and, anytime. Yeah, you got the number one spot in our league next year. You're the. You're, Next edition. Right, to, I'm to down. Yeah, Once do we it. get rid of uh, the yellow jacket boys, <laughs> after I dust his ass this week, he'll be good to go. Slide Russ in. It's perfect. Uh, let's dust Joel Scullard. We'll keep <laughs> Phil Mendelson. Uh, thanks, Russ. Fucking catch you soon. All right. We back to the post office. Man, this week we was bombarded with emails, so if we don't get to you, you know we'll catch you on the next step. You've got mail. 
First up, we got Michael Kilcullen. Yo, brothers, best podcast. One question. I heard the top boy lingo breakdown in one of the past episodes, but didn't catch a definition slash reason for concluding an assertive sentence with stir. Can we get a proper spelling too? Also wanted to throw you homies a tip on the Fantasy Footballers podcast. Five days a week and a real good thing for your season. Yo, Mike, man. You can't be giving out my secrets, dog. I listen to fantasy footballers. That's how I get, that's how I maintain my edge over these chumps in the league, dog. So uh, don't be telling too many people. So uh, still or still or stew. You know what I'm saying? We, we be dropping it in all types of ways. But I usually spell it S-T-Y-L-L. You know what I'm saying? Still. And uh, we, we be holding it down. You feel me? Enough respect, blood. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Michael Austin. Sup, boys? I'm bummed I missed out on the NFL fantasy after listening to the last couple episodes. If you're doing an NHL pool and are looking to fill a spot, I'm keen. Let a bro know. Cheers. Yeah, we we ain't even answering these emails by typing. You feel me? Straight to them airwaves. What's good, Donald? Yeah, you know we had to holler back at this one. Yo, Mike, sorry. You missed the football deadline by, like, a slim couple hours, but we definitely... uh couple people in the league we could have got rid of for sure for you but uh, i'm definitely gonna be kicking off an nhl league i'll hit you up when it's ready to go my dog we got your email on lockdown where he's still i ain't gonna be in that one but also to all you nflers out there i think we're probably gonna go 12 teams next year so always a up. couple openings but russ milligan's already got one of them spots reserved next up an email from alex salter big buntas wondering who your favorite tall skaters are and what tall man skate parks I can take some style cues from. Well, me and Savar are both pretty tall ourselves, so, you know, throw our parts on, catch some style cues. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. Definitely one of my favorite skaters when I was younger, Rob Welsh, man. Anything is part in ride or die. Maybe uh, free your mind. It's got to be Woo Welsh for me. Yo, real talk. To echo Donald's sentiments, I got to shout him out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 6'1", he's 6'2", or something. So when we fall, we definitely falling hard. You feel me? It's a long way down. We ain't got them. It's not fair. You little guys, the Grant Pattersons, the Will Marshalls of the world, jumping down shit, just rolling out of it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Pain-free. When I go down, that's like 200 pounds. You smell me? Anyways, back to the question. Uh, Brian Anderson for me. I've never actually met him, so I don't know how tall he is, but he definitely looks like a tall he looks bastard. tall, yeah. And that style is on oh. P, I'll tell you that much. Even Andrew Reynolds looks tall, man. And any Reynolds part's pretty good. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. Pretty good, yo. I'm going to catch some hate for that, aren't I? <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, go throw on uh, Brian Anderson and Yeah Right or any of his toy machine shit. Modus. Like, Modus. And then, you know what I'm saying? Type in, yo, Donovan Jones. Make sure you throw in that skate on YouTube because I think there's some other Donovan Joneses oh, yeah? What's that, he up to? That, that are popping on YouTube. <laughs> Outshining your ass. What? <laughs> what? Not after this pot comes out. Damn. All right. Next up, Wapop. Oh, sorry. This is from Dimitri D. Wapop. Just have a quick question for Donald this week. How does it feel to know that you're going to get your ass smoked by Seifa in fantasy basketball again this year? Jadakiss Noise, a.k.a. <laughs> Keep running and gunning. <laughs> Dimitri, a.k.a. Deeds. You know, when I first saw this one pop up in the inbox, I was like, I thought Safe put him up to it. And then thinking back, I realized, Dimitri, man, you really don't know what you're talking about. Because I went 2-0 against him this year. Came in second place. Put a hurting on him. <laughs> He's sitting right beside me, so I can't talk too much trash. But, dude, you got to do your research before you come at the host, dog. 
Yeah, come on, Deeds. You're making me. You're making us both look bad right now, man. I only lost to two people all of fantasy basketball year last year. Dono was one of them. He's fucking swept me. So it's all good though. He's, he's my little bro in the basketball <laughs> world. You feel me? All right, we got one from Johnny Purcell. What's up, boys? Longtime listener, Bunter here. We like when people admit their bunts. <laughs> Wanted to ask you guys if either of you have any guilty pleasure skaters. Someone who you don't want to tell other people you like, but you watch their footage when you're alone like some sick fuck. <laughs> Sucks to admit this, especially on air, but I'm definitely going to have to go with Ryan Sheckler, man. I don't know why, but sometimes when I'm watching Street League, I just find myself cheering for Sheckler over everyone else. He's, he's got to get that dub off his back, man. It's coming soon. Yeah, I feel you. That That's a guilty pleasure, but I mean, it's not like it's that bad. Shex is the man. Goes hard in them streets still. <laughs> we should get him on the pod one of these days still. Yeah, so if anyone knows Ryan, you know. Yeah, I'll get my people on it. Johnny, love the question. I think I'm going to start asking this one in rapid fire from now on because it's fucking jokes. Uh, I got to go with me and my boy Aiden Johnston. We have the same one, I'm pretty sure. We fucking love Greg Lutzka. Love Greg Lutzka from like his old digital part. I didn't realize he was kind of like a little kooky, I guess you could say. A little. Didn't realize it. I was young, you know what I'm saying? His digital part was fire, front front blending that rail, skating the Aussie. Um, but then I went and saw him at a couple contests live. And like, even though he was like the skate jock of pain, like it was infectious. I found myself like so bummed when he fell or like, <laughs> I just wanted him to win so bad. Like yeah, he had like a power over me. He's definitely my guilty pleasure. All right, so knowing it's Lutzka, you like him with the fedora or without? Oh, my God. That was one of the wackest <laughs> intros to a video part ever. Dear God. But the, the man, the man's a beast on a skateboard. Enough respect. I met him in Cali once. He's super nice, too. So, hell yeah, Lutzka. Guilty pleasures. Everyone's got them. That's going to wrap up this week's post office. Keep sending them emails. Yo, I know I got lots of homies out there ain't writing no emails yet. Eh? I'm looking at you. We're we going to be sending out them texts you don't fire up them questions. Yeah, man, the, the inbox, man, that's our favorite part. But you know what I'm saying? It's dry as a desert sometimes. Hey, hey yeah. Y'all know what time it is. The rundown. Skateboard source for sports, you feel me? Let's get it. Donald, what's good? I know we got some sad news to kick things off here. Yeah, man. It was a sad weekend for the sporting world. We lost a great in baseball. 23-year-old Jose Fernandez from Cuba. He's an ace on the Florida Marlins. It's just sad, man. 23 years old. It's a boating accident. No words for that, man. He's too young, too young to go that early. And another one, one of golfing's all-time greats, Arnold Palmer. R.I.P. to a true G. Rest in peace, brotherhood. All right, let's get into the NFL. Say, what popped off in week three? All that matters to me is I'm 0-3 in fantasy football, and I'm <laughs> over it, man. You can do the talking. I'm done with this shit. All right, well, your quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger, went up against a big, bad rookie in Carson Wentz. Tell him how it went for Big Ben. Projected to have, like, 20-something points, you know what I'm saying? Came up empty with, like, seven I'm getting slapped by our homie, I'm sure y'all remember, Simon Disher from week one. His wife slapped me upside my head. <laughs> I'm actually winning by four right now, but she's got a quarterback and a wide receiver going tonight. So, you know what I'm saying? Stick a nail in me. I'm done. Yeah, my takeaway wasn't that Saifa lost his fantasy football week, but Carson Wentz is the real deal. 
Philadelphia's got something going on. The second only combination of a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback to start their NFL careers 3-0. Fly, Eagles, fly, man. It's looking gravy. Next up, Marvin Jones Jr., 200-plus yards, two TDs. The Detroit Lions lost to the Green Bay Packers, but the Jones brothers are doing it big. <laughs> Let's go, Marvin. Yeah, you're about to get slapped up on a Monday, too, though. <laughs> yeah, I just I just realized I said, stick a nail in me, I'm done. It's I mixed, either nail I mixed, in the coffin, yeah. Or fork in me, I'm done. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> stick a fork in me, I'm done, Steve. All right, man, there's five teams left at 3-0. and We got Baltimore, Philly, New England, Denver, and Minnesota. Who do you think is going to last the longest? You know my answer. Who do you think I'm picking? New England. Of course. Maybe Denver, though, because they're doing it without a quarterback. Defense wins the games, but it's got to be New England, man. They're 3-0. and They play three different. doesn't even matter who plays quarterback over there. Tom Brady comes back. feel bad for the rest of the NFL still. What do you think, though? Do you think that them going 3-0 and without him and it looks like they're going to go 4-0 and they've got an easy matchup this week you think that takes away from Tom Brady's like legendariness a little bit seeing that you know what I'm saying it's gravy for all these point guards in that system I mean they're quarterbacks quarterbacks well all it shows me is that Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time you've never seen anything like it I mean they're pulling guys in off the street to play quarterback and they're whooping the, Tex- the Houston Texans who are supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL one of the best defenses anyways yeah, it takes a little bit away from Brady, but guy's got four Super Bowl rings, man. It's easy to win weeks one to three. Winning the Super Bowl ain't easy. But they're going 19-0 this year. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect season. Let's get it. Well, I'm sure if Simon was here, he would have just fainted. All right, who are you picking? One team. You know what I'm saying? I've watched two whole NFL games this year. One of them was New England with the shutout over Houston. I'm not too fond of their cheating asses. So, yo... Yeah, I'm going to go, yo, Minnesota, yo, the Vikings. <laughs> they just lost Adrian Peterson, and then they put a hurting on Cam Newton. It's a pretty impressive weekend. Yeah, I watched that game. All right, moving on to basketball, something you're a little, uh, a little bit more comfortable with. <laughs> now, you lost one of your homies, man. If, the, if we were playing in a keeper league in NBA, you'd be a little bit more cheese, but I know it still hurts you a little bit to see, see middle bricks go down. Yeah, my, my main man, Chris Middleton. AK, I call him KD Light. The man's 6'8, I believe. You know what I'm saying? He's wet from three. He can do a little bit of everything pass, shoot, dribble. And uh, Homeboy went down. But Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee's going to make the playoffs regardless. They just signed Michael Beasley. That's why. Yeah. Replacement. And they got the Greek freak there, right? Is that where he plays? Yeah, but OJ Mayo just got suspended yeah. for two years as well. He's an idiot for drugs. So um, they're looking a little weak right now. I was, I was expecting them to make a big push. Losing Middleton hurts, but I, I'm still saying the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. Bottom four. That'll be tough. And Greek Freak, if they make the playoffs, I think Greek Freak Giannis Antetokounmpo will be an All Star for the first time. That was impressive. How clear you said his last name. Say it again. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Suck it. All right. Next up, Russell Westbrook. You know, it was media day last week for uh, for the NBA, and obviously everyone's asking Russ about KD. Kevin was asked if you guys were still cool, and he said you're still cool. Do you agree with that? I haven't talked to him. Let me hear your thoughts on that, uh, Say. What do you think the relationship between Russ and KD is right now? 
I think KD's sick of all the questions, so he just it started because KD said they're cool. Yeah. And I think KD is just so sick of being asked about well, yeah. leaving OKC probably every goddamn day that he was just like, okay, let me just try and shut these guys up for now. Yeah, yeah, me and me and Russ are cool. Like, forget about yeah. it. Like, just brush it under the rug. Let's bury this. And then it got back to Russ, and Russ is like, yeah, we ain't even spoke. <laughs> Russ is He's a stone real, cold, man. Yeah, Russ is a real one, you know. But I'm sure those dudes will make up eventually. But like we've said before, that's going to be a game to circle on your calendar. OKC versus the Warriors is going to be insane. You know what I can't wait for? That warm-up dance between Russell Westbrook and Cameron Payne. KD's going to be looking at him. Less minutes over there in OKC. Russ going to be shining. I just can't wait to see those two tee it off, man. It's going to be vicious when, when Russ books dunks on that man okc is gonna give 110 million percent it's gonna be insane like if they lose they're gonna die trying you know Uh, i don't know it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be like a talent versus will kind of thing because there's no way that the warriors can like mentally no be as angry because it's gonna into it yeah. yeah oh man that's gonna be a good one it's only for kd next up we just got news from that offensive mastermind mike d'antoni remove the d mike antoni (laughs) <laughs> so he's claiming James Harden is going to play point guard all year. Is this good or bad for Harden? Man, he's been playing point guard <laughs> since he went to Houston anyways. It doesn't matter. Point shooting guard? Like Jalen Rose always said, basketball's positionless and positions were just made so that novices could follow the game. James Harden's pretty much been a point guard since he left OKC. Every play goes through him. He's dribbling the ball. It's the same as LeBron. Half the time he's playing point guard as well. So this is this isn't gonna change much. Like all it's gonna change is like, okay, maybe Pat Beverly won't bring the ball up just as much. Like it's just gonna be in Harden's hands even more, which is kind of scary. They're gonna be an interesting team to watch. They could either crash and burn or because they lost a lot of players. But they got a good one. They got Ryan Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, so I open some space up. He's gonna be have to hoping for those uh, those passes from Harden when he gets triple teamed and has to pass it. Yeah, so you, you don't want your point guard to be leading the league in free throw attempts. Like it's just a weird combination. Yeah, it's one of the easier things for a defense to shut down. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Keep an eye on them for show. You got anything else NBA related? Uh, we were trying to steer clear of this one just because it's kind of not really. It's not know, our forte. It's not our forte. It's a little personal, but Derek Rose trial coming up. And the man's been dropping kooky quotes in the media left, right, and center. It's true. Trying to like distract everyone from the fact that he's going to trial for like rape charges. But wh- what do you think about him saying on multiple occasions that the New York Knicks are a super, super team? team? There's one super team in the league, and we all know who it is. It's the Golden State Warriors. Like, I'm I'm very interested to see what how the Knicks play because who knows? Like, if all of them stay healthy, which it's not going to happen. <laughs> it, but if it does, like, they can obviously be a very good team. Same with Chicago. They got like their little big three thing going on over there. I'm interested to see them too, but I don't know what he expects to get out of continually calling them a super team. I don't know. It's kind of like us. Fake it till you make it. We made it, dog. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Derek Rose, man, you're cooking yourself out real quick. And uh, in a city like New York with such a uh, scrutiny, I don't see this ending well, especially if the trial doesn't go well. He's also just randomly said that he got a little love in Chicago, but nothing like New York. Like, dog, you haven't even played a game yet. You're fucking tripping. 
Man's bitter. Best yeah, of luck. They though. gonna turn on him real quick too. Oh yeah. New York, they don't care, man. See how fast they did Jeremy Lin and send him packing. Pods, <laughs> you be out of there quick. Yeah, the, their team would be a super team if this was five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Joakim Noah, Defensive Player of the Year. Derrick Rose, MVP. Carmelo, one of the best scorers of all time. Porzingis, Whew. like yeah. Courtney he's he's gonna be the best player on that team probably. Him and Melo. All right, that's gonna wrap up the rundown. God damn, that was abrupt, dude. I was just getting into this NBA shit. Yo, yo, Kobe's going to make his return. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be no. raining threes. Please, no. Yeah, that's going to wrap up the rundown, just like KG just wrapped up his career. Peace out to a real one. The big ticket. You know what I'm saying? Loved you as a kid. Hope you uh, do something in the media because definitely want to keep hearing your crazy voice and crazy quotes. Hell no. God damn, definitely gonna miss that dude. Hope to see you in the media, big dog. Come on the bunt. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs>